0: Hey everyone, this is Corinne LaFont, your favorite radio host, your only radio host and favorite girl, of course, broadcasting to you from the lovely island of Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean on between the lines. And you know how we do it here between the lines. We start off with gratitude or thankfulness. It is such a pleasure to be here above ground people. Not a lot of people are above ground. Yes. So you have to be thankful or grateful to still see another day. Like I say to people, especially with this crisis we are going through in the world, the pandemic, once you wake up to see another day and you can see the beauty of the world, everything else is a bonus. Everything else is a bonus, people. It's great to be alive. All right. So be thankful. Be thankful for your family, your friends, people who you think are your friends, but are not. Say thanks for that too, because they're here to teach you a lesson. So we're here with Dr. Alan Laika, the silver fox. Oh yes, (laughs) the silver fox. The man with the Alaskan blonde hairstyle. We were just talking about it off air. So don't be jealous. Don't be jealous of him with his Alaskan hairstyle, okay? In the Caribbean, we call that platinum blonde, but he made me know it's called the Alaskan blonde. Okay, so you can tell anyone you heard it here on between the lines. Let me tell you a bit about what we're talking about today. We're talking about six months to live, and when I read his bio, you will know why. In 2003, Dr. Alan Laika was diagnosed with ALS, and you will hear about that in a minute, and given six months to live after fighting the diagnosis. He's here today as a result of his courage and determination. Having been given a golden ticket to live every day to the fullest, Dr. Leica uses experience to quarter the book, The Secrets of Living a Fantastic Life with Harriet Tinker. Dr. Leica is acknowledged as one of the leading cosmetic dermatologists in the world. Clearly, I need to have a word with him. A (laughs) A pioneer in cosmetic surgery. He helped develop several new technologies and has spoken at podiums around the globe. Dr. Laika has written 17 books, 30 plus academic papers, and was awarded 16 consecutive consumer choice awards for excellence in cosmetic surgery, a feat no one has achieved before in the field. As a transformational speaker, thought leader, coach, and mentor, who is widely acknowledged as a leading expert in living a fantastic life and turning points, he has been a guest on dozens of television and radio shows and podcasts like mine. I'm honored to have him, as well as featured in numerous newspaper articles, blogs, and magazines. Driven by family values, he is happily married, can you tell, to his wife of 39 years, Dr. Benir Laika. Isn't that wonderful? I hope I pronounced her name properly. <clears throat> they have four wonderful daughters and seven beautiful grandchildren. Dr. Leiker counts his family as his most important accomplishment, which is what it should be people because the books can come and go. Everything can come and go, but who stays around? The family. Welcome Dr. Allen Leiker to Between the Lines.
1: You know, thank you so much for having me. It is indeed a pleasure to be here. And in fact, as you said, It's a pleasure to be anywhere when I almost died in 2003.
0: Wow, that wasn't long ago, Dr. Laika. 2003 is not far from now, you know. It might seem far, but it was just the other day. What happened? Why are you on my show? Am I speaking to a dead person?
1: I hope not. I think you'll see I'm very much alive. But I'd love to take you back to 2003 for a minute, just so so we can talk to your audience a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, go right ahead and tell us what is ALS, just in case. Okay.
1: Well, let me start at the beginning. Yeah. I was walking with my wife Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and my youngest daughter in Disneyland. You know, that's the happiest place on earth, right? Of course. Of course. Of course. While I was walking, it was the end of a hot, sticky day. It was February. Mm -hmm. Uh, My wife turned to me and said, what's wrong with you, hun?" You know, I was taken aback, Corinne, because for once in my life, I hadn't said anything wrong. I hadn't done anything wrong. (laughs) I hadn't even thunk anything wrong. (laughs)
0: Uh But you know,
1: my wife persisted. And she said, listen to your foot. Now, Corinne, I had no idea what she was talking about. My, my, friend, my wife is delightful. She's French-Canadian, but she doesn't always speak in English, if you know what I mean. So, so she said, listen to your foot. And I, I turned to her and I said, what do you mean? She said, well, listen to it. Well, my right foot had suddenly and mysteriously developed a foot drop. Now to your audience, that means my foot was slapping on the pavement with every step I was taken. You know, your brain is developed so that it doesn't allow something like that to happen. Mm -hmm. So something was wrong. My wife said, did you have a stroke? I I said, dear, you're a doctor. I'm a doctor. That's (laughs) not how strokes present. If I had a stroke, I'd be laying here on the pavement. Mm -hmm. So, my wife said, Well, when we get back, you better get this checked out. Oh my god, I had no choice, Corinne. When your wife says it in that tone of voice, yeah, yeah, you you better listen.
0: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) So, when we got back, I got it checked out. I saw hundreds of doctors, they did cat scans, they did. PET scans. They did brain scans. Wow. And you know what they saw at the end of the day?
0: I'm thinking nothing.
1: You're (laughs) absolutely right. They saw nothing. And you know what a doctor does when he sees nothing?
0: They're in shock. They can't figure out what's going
1: on. Yes, but a doctor doesn't want to be in shock. He doesn't want, so he (laughs) does more tests. Yeah, and, yeah. More tests, yeah. and more tests. And
0: more tests. I had
1: every test known to man. In fact, I'll guarantee I had tests that didn't even exist then, or they don't even exist now.
0: My God.
1: But at the end of the day, I ended up on the doorstep of a world leading neurologist. Whoa. Now, a neurologist is a brain guy. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that has all the answers. He's the guy that knows all the answers to these funny programs. So I walked in, I sauntered in, and I said, hi. He said, hi, you better be sitting down when I tell you this. I said, why? (laughs) I have a dropped right foot. He said, no, you don't. You have ALS. You have Lou Gehrig's disease. That means in six months, you're going to be dead get your affairs in order
0: do you know i want to stick up in there dr like do you know when you mentioned that you know who came to me That swimmer who who competed in the olympics years ago greg luganis was it him i think he had the same thing Yes. yes oh my god he was a sight to see diving he used to be a diver yes uh, yeah olympic diver he was just oh my god when i heard of it, it was really yeah
1: Wow. Well, you know, Lou Gehrig's disease for most people is a fatal diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So I told that neurologist, I said, I'm not going to die to prove you wrong. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: But you know, when you lose something very important, Mm -hmm. when you uh, go through this process, you go through a grief reaction. And A Grief Reaction was written by a beautiful, amazing author by the name of Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. She wrote a book on death and dying. And in this book, she wrote the stages a person goes through. Well, the first stage is anger. A person becomes very angry when Mm -hmm. they lose something and -hmm. they're going through death. They get very mad. And I was very mad. I could bite the head off nails. But you also go through a phase of denial. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing wrong. I can do anything. I'd work 18, 20 hours a day. And at the end of that, I said, if I'm going to die, I'm going to have something to show for it. <laughs> but you know, Corinne, in your heart of hearts, there is something wrong. You can't really deny it. Yeah. So you go through bargaining. You go and say, oh, God, please don't let this happen. I will do anything If you don't let this happen. Yeah. Finally, one of the last phases is depression. Where everything is black. Everything is gray. Mm -hmm. Every day you wonder why you should get out of bed because it really doesn't matter. And those are the dark days that I think a lot of people are going through right now. Oh, yeah. I think those are the very trying days. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But the last phase that Elizabeth Kubler-Ross had was acceptance. Well, I wasn't going to accept this because in my heart of heart I knew the diagnosis was wrong. You see I'm a doctor and you know us doctors although we like things black and white most of the time they're gray. Most <laughs> of the time a person presents with symptoms and we have to figure it out. Take for example the covid virus Mm -hmm. A person comes in with a cough. Mm -hmm. Do they have COVID? Well, maybe, but there's 70,000 other things that cause coughing too. That's right. Okay. So we know that the world is not parceled in such packages that we can really understand them. Mm -hmm. So I went to my wife, who's a medical doctor. And I said, dear, what do I have? She (laughs) She said, dear, I don't have the faintest idea but you're smart, you can figure it out.
0: Oh, oh my God, you married a doctor. That, yes, I, mean, I married
1: a doctor and <laughs> you know, it's a good thing and a bad thing because we don't, <laughs> don't always have all the answers. But you know, back in 2003, something new was invented. Corinne, you might've heard about it. It's called the internet.
0: Really? I haven't heard of it. Where is really? it? Really?
1: Well, you know, it's this new fangled thing That's like the best library in the world.
0: Wow. But you can't
1: tell the books from the garbage cans. So it's very, very hard to figure it out at times. Now, now, in 2020, we have Dr. Google. So we asked just Dr. Google, and Dr. Google gives us some answers.
0: That's right. That's right. And I think there's something, called I heard somebody mention YouTube. Yes,
1: YouTube, and that's the other thing that gives us almost all the answers. So, you know, we've got a lot of answers, but back in 2003, Mm -hmm. to get on the internet, you had to use a dial-on connection. That means you had to put your phone in a cradle, and it would communicate with another phone, and it would go, for something like 20 minutes, and finally it would connect. (laughs) But you know, it wasn't like the internet of today. All you could do was phone up the particular place you wanted to connect to. Yeah. So if you wanted to get in touch with particular someone, you had to know who that somebody was. Hmm. Well, I had friends that were nerds and they helped me find what I needed. And I found a doctor in Colorado Springs, Colorado, by the name of David Martz. He was a doctor who had symptoms very similar to I did, but he got worse much more rapidly. And he was on his deathbed when doctors from around the world were coming to say goodbye to David. Everybody loved him because he was an amazing man. Mm -hmm. And this doctor came up from Texas and he looked at David for a couple of minutes and he said, David, there's something wrong with this picture. I do not think you have ALS. I do not think you have Lou Gehrig's disease. David whispered, because that's all he could do at that time, he said, what do I have? The doctor from Texas said, I can't be certain, but I think you have chronic Lyme's disease. I think you were bitten by a tick, and that tick has caused a disease that looks just like Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh. Now he said, if I'm right, I will start you on treatment and I will get you better. Wow. David said, Well, what do I have to lose? I'm dying. Yeah. 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 So yeah. he got started on treatment and a miracle happened, Corinne. Like Lazarus within two weeks he arose from the dead.
0: Wow. Wow. Was it the same? Was it the same for you?
1: Well, you know, I knew I had to get in touch with David Mm -hmm. because I knew he had parts of the puzzle that I did not have. Mm -hmm. So every doctor can get in touch with every other doctor if he wants to, Greg. That's right. I phoned every hospital in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And the operator at the Methodist Hospital put me through to David. Wow. So David answered my phone and we talked for hours. And he said, you know, this sounds very interesting, Dr. Laika. I've started a clinic, he said, where I'm treating 2,000 people with this weird disease, he said. Can you come down and see me? And I asked him when, he said, what about right now? And I said to David, I can't. It's our Thanksgiving weekend in Canada. My wife has invited over fifty people. She will kill me.
0: For sure. Which 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 way you wanna go? You wanna go with ALS or you wanna go with your wife killing you? Make up your
1: mind. (laughs) I went up to my wife and I said, Dear, I'm not going to be here for Thanksgiving.
0: Oh my god, and and you're talking and she said,
1: Why? You're talking to me
0: today, Dr. Leica. You're still alive? How did you manage that?
1: Well, you know, I told her you know, dear, I think there's this doctor in Colorado Springs that might have some answers to my problem. And he wants me to come down now. And I told him I couldn't come. And he asked me, are there any planes in Canada? I, I think, <laughs> So I said, instead of being embarrassed, I think I better come down. And my yeah. wife said, of course you must. Mm-hmm. I'll pack your bag for you. Mm-hmm. Get on the Play, get on the, make a reservation, get down. And so I went down, Corinne. I flew from Edmonton to Denver, which is a great flight. It's about three hours long, fantastic, straight shot. Then I got on this tiny little plane from Denver to Colorado Springs. Have you ever been on that plane?
0: No, no, but I've been on well, a thank short plane. Thank God, because, because you
1: short... might have died on that plane. That plane <laughs> is the worst plane ride in the world. <laughs> it's only fifteen minutes round, but it's like the wild mouse at the at the at a fair. It's like a Ferris wheel. It's like the drop of doom over and over and over again. <laughs> that must you have see, been exciting. At the end of the day, air comes off the desert and it creates eddies, which means turbulence. Oh. Well, I've flown to the Bahamas. I've flown to. A lot of the islands down there, and I've met turbulence. So you know what I'm talking about. That's it's a... terrible.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, that that was preparing you for that, okay? That was well. You know,
1: for... it was when I got off that plane, I yeah. crawled off, and there was David on the tarmac to meet me. He said, "Doctor Leica, you don't look so good." And David, I said, "I don't feel so good." And David said, "You know, I think this is just a metaphor." for what you've gone through. I think it's really an example of what's happened to you. And David and I talked for hours and he said these wonderful words. I think history is repeating itself. So David started me on treatment and, you know, I got a lot better. I got miraculously better to the point my right leg was not giving me any problems. I could do my surgeries again. Wow. I could do all the things I did before. But you know, Corinne, when you go through something like this, your life changes. You literally have been given a second chance.
0: That's right. You you
1: know that every day is a blessed day on this planet.
0: That every
1: day that you have to live, You have to live it to the fullest. To
0: the fullest. Everything else is a bonus, Dr. Laika. Everything else is a bonus.
1: (laughs) So, you know, every day, I start every day with my gratitude journal. And I write down three things I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. For example, today I wrote down, oh, my goodness, I'm going to the Caribbean today. I'm (laughs) going to be spending some time with my new best friend, Corinne.
0: That's right. That's right. I made the list. People there
1: we go. Top out. of the, list, the list, list yet? Not I just the bottom. The top. The top and of I the said, list. the second thing is I get to share with your wonderful audience some of these wonderful things That's that right. I've learned, and I can help them without them going through the hardship that I went through. That's
0: right. That's right. There is hope. There is hope. There is hope.
1: Yep. There is hope. So what I did, Corinne, after this is I started giving back to the community. And I gave an award for the YWCA in Edmonton for Women of Distinction. You see, probably in your society as well, but in ours, we don't honor women enough for all the wonderful things they do. So I thought it would be a great thing to sponsor that award. And you know, lo and behold, when I sponsored that award, A wonderful woman by the name of Harriet Tinka applied for a category called turning points. Now, you know, Harriet had some terrible things that have happened in her life. She was a world-class model in New York, but she was retiring from the industry and she wanted to become an accountant. So she went to the University of Calgary and started taking classes. And a very evil man befriended her. It ended up he kidnapped her, stabbed her, and left her for dead.
0: Oh, my. Oh, my.
1: Now, Carriott did not use this as something to make herself evil or cruel. What she did was she used this as a gift to give back to others, and she. This is why she was winning this award for turning points because somebody nominated her for that category. Wow. Now, when she won that award, Miss Harriet decided to buy me lunch, and she never lets me forget it to this day.
0: <laughs> you, now, owe her. you owe.
1: You owe that lunch, dear. She said, Doctor Leica you've got an amazing story. I've got an amazing story. She said, we must share it with the world. Let's write a book together. Mm -hmm. So that was over six years ago, because you know, it's very hard to write. Actually, it's easy to write, Corinne. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is slit your wrists and bleed. (laughs) People don't follow that tip. Do not follow that tip from Dr. Light. I I do not advocate you follow it, but that's what (laughs) she's showing, that to write a book, you have to be vulnerable. You have to let your vulnerability come out. That's
0: it. And not
1: many of us are willing to become vulnerable.
0: No. And that's a a thing, you know, um, that's missing in the world. But I found that the pandemic has been slowly opening up that wound of vulnerability in people where they can't help But say they need help, but speak out about how they're feeling, about what's going on with them from losing their jobs, or even, you know, being at home with their families and feeling the way that they feel, you know?
1: But, you know, I think the world going through a pandemic is a microcosm from what Harriet and I went through. Everybody is going through that same grief reaction. If you haven't noticed, people are much more angry than they ever were, in. That anger is spilling over into the streets of the United States, uh, States, the streets of Canada. It's coming up with violence. It's coming up with a very evil part of mankind right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think people were living a false reality. I don't think I know. They created a reality that they were comfortable in, and now that has been shaken up.
1: Well, and you know, that's another thing they're going through. They're going through denial. Yeah. How many people are denying that there's a pandemic going on? Oh, How yeah. many people are refusing to wear masks oh, yeah. or follow social distancing? Oh yeah. How yeah. many people are not following medical advice and that's denying right. that there's actually anything happening? That's right.
0: That's right. False reality. Because that is what makes them feel better. That is what makes them feel better. Could it... Can you imagine if you had done that to yourself in 2003? Oh, yeah. And, when and how many people are
1: going you? through bargaining right now? Oh, God, please don't let this happen. They want some magical thinking yeah. to make themselves better. They yeah. want something magical that's going to take this all the way and yeah. make it happen.
0: Yeah, no. We have to take responsibility. I was just saying, imagine if you had created a false reality. your Mm -hmm. condition in 2003 you would not have been here talking about this
1: thing yeah yeah and what about this thing called depression where every day is dark and gloomy just turn on the news for two minutes and you will see the world's going to end tomorrow
0: yeah 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 that is that is some crazy thing there you know it's, it's it's crazy the kind of false realities that people create in order for them to survive them to live and, and navigate the world. You just prefer to cover your eyes as you know and create a bubble around you as opposed to realizing this is this is what it is in front of me.
1: Well you know as a result of Harriet's and my first meeting we decided to write this book in a very unique way. Mm-hmm. What it is is a dialogue between her and I and the audience is invited like a fly on the wall mm-hmm. to Really uh, listen into our dialogue. And this book is written as a dialogue between Harriet and I. And yes, we start joking in our book. And yes, we tell little funny things there. And you can get a free chapter by just going to my my, uh, my website, com. That's d r a l l e n D-R-A-L-L-E-N-L-A-I-K-A. L Y C K A dot com. Just sign in with your email there, and we will give you a free chapter of my book so that you can start understanding and, and enjoying it. And I also have another way for them to communicate with me as well, Corinne. And that's they can send me, just text me the word golden pearls. Golden pearls, two words to 1 819 717 2515. That's one 717 2515 golden pearls. And I will send your audience a golden pearl a week. It'll arrive every Tuesday morning at around 11 o'clock. And that golden pearl will help to frame your thoughts better and make your thoughts a lot better. So this week, for example, was a quote from Martin Luther King. It said, darkness cannot drive out darkness only light can do that oh yeah hate cannot drive out hate only love can do that now there's a golden pearl that everybody should take to heart in in this time of life where they're going through covid or if they're going through anything else because i think everybody right now needs some love i think everybody right now needs a time when they're moving forward and I hope our little book will do that. And in our book, we talk about 13 golden pearls. Now, Corinne, do you know how a, for, a golden pearl is made?
0: No, but I noticed that on your book for one. I wonder what it was. What was the connection with the, with the pearls, the golden pearl? Well, let
1: me, let me just explain. You know, when Carrie and I were writing this book, we, we found these wonderful things, these golden, we found these things that were little bits of wisdom, and we asked, how can we communicate them? And I suggested to Harriet that we call them golden nuggets. And Harriet looked at me, she wrinkled up her nose and said, oh, Dr. Laika, that sounds too much like fast food. Mm-hmm. You know, ever since I was a little girl, I've been obsessed with pearls. And then I looked up pearls, and you know a pearl is made because a little grain of sand gets inside of an oyster, and that oyster gets traumatized by it. And because of that trauma, that oyster makes this beautiful solitary, beautiful pearl. Now, golden pearls actually exist, but they only exist in the Indonesian and South uh, Pacific areas of the world, and they're only made by specific oysters. Now, these pearls are so magnificent, a single solitary golden pearl cost upwards of $10,000. Wow. so, So, let me
0: see if I get you right, Dr. Laika. You're saying that trauma in our life can end up with us becoming the most beautifully transformed, um, priceless gem?
1: Yes, you know, diamonds are made when, when carbon is put under pressure and okay. heat. That's what makes a diamond. You know, and it's the same thing with us. You know, there's an old saying that the Sumerai warriors used to say what doesn't kill us,
0: makes us
1: us stronger. And and it's true about everything in life, that everything we do actually makes us better. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these COVID times are very challenging times, but it's really our choice whether we make this into a benefit or whether we make it into something else. Now, there were some famous words by a, a philosopher by the name of Potatoes back in 2000, about 2000 years ago, and what he said was, "It's not what happens to you; it's what you do with what happens." Right. Think about that for a minute, Corinne. Mm-hmm. It's not what happens to you; it's what, what it you means. do with what happens.
0: Yeah, no, that is exactly it. Just like you say, it's not a matter of it's how you react to the situation you know, it, your response is
1: what determines So So Harriet and I found these wonderful, we found these wonderful golden pearls and they're found in each and every one of us. So we actually found 20 to begin with. And then we a, we sampled some audiences and they said, oh, this is a wonderful book, but you know, there's too much in it, they said to us, Corinne. They said, could you please just give us your book best golden pearls and then save the rest for another book so we put 13 of our best golden pearls in this book we start with love and we end up with empowerment but you know because this covid epidemic was on just as we were launching our book we gave a bonus pearl on fear because so many people were afraid. So many people were having problems with it, So we wrote one extra chapter to give to our audience because everybody needed to know how to deal with fear. And, and the word fear is a very interesting word. Jack Canfield, the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, the person who wrote the foreword for our book, said the following about fear. It means false Expectations appearing real, so it's an eponym. Yeah. And did you know that ninety-five percent of the things we're really afraid of really do not happen? They don't even exist. They
0: don't even exist. It's all in they your don't mind.
1: even exist. They're phantoms. It's they're
0: all in your mind.
1: They're all in your mind.
0: <laughs> so. so
1: that's very important for people to realize that yes. fear is something that people do not need to worry about. Yeah. Now, another one of my favorite golden pearls is laughter. Do you love to of course, laugh, Corinne?
0: I laugh at everything all day, every day. People think, I, people think Dr. Laika, that I take everything for a joke. But listen, I do not plan to age. I am actually not aging. I am always 25. Every year I am 25 and anybody who wants to argue with me. Well, they will stand up there by themselves and argue. I look like 25. I feel like 25. I behave like 25. Okay. I don't care. That's what it is.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, scientists have actually studied laughter. And they found it's the best way to get your mind and body That's back right. into sync than any other thing. That's and right. you know, in, an, in, a, in a situation where you're being employed, 95% of bosses find that uh, a sense of humor is important for promotion. Of
0: course, it is, but it speaks to your, your whole
1: world. Now, there's something else that scientists have done. Scientists have actually studied the world's funniest joke do you want to hear the world's funniest joke?
0: Are you sure you want to try that on this show here No, Dr. Liker? Uh, give it a go. <laughs>
1: let's, let's give it a go. Let's see if we can transport the, the, the language barrier. <laughs> there were two hunters. They were hunting in the Caribbean. They were way out in the woods. Mm-hmm. And one hunter fell down dead. His buddy was taken aback. He said, buddy, buddy, wake up, wake up. His buddy didn't move. So he pulled out his cell phone and he phoned the operator. And the operator, he said, operator, 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 please, please help me. I think my phone, my buddy is dead. The operator said, calm down, sir. You know, this happens all the time. <coughs> could you please make sure he's dead? <laughs> so the buddy drops down the phone. You could hear a loud click and then a loud BANG! Mm-hmm. Then he goes back to the operator and said, okay, he's dead, what do I do now? Doctor <laughs> Ed, that's either the world's funniest joke or the world's worst joke, worst, depending worst. On which audience I tell it to.
0: <laughs> I don't know which one is dead. It must be the phone that says, buddy, that fell because the phone is dead,
1: not the guy. <laughs> <laughs> but but it did make you laugh. And I think <laughs> this is what we have to say about jokes, though. Isn't it the f- improbabilities of life that make us laugh? Mm-hmm. You know, at times we would cry, but okay. it is much better to laugh because that gets us through that situation.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. But before we end, because we went over time, but that's okay. This is my show. I want to touch on you being... Uh, cosmetic is it a cosmetic surgeon the whole cosmetology side because i know when i read your bio yeah are woman that would be listening to this and would have an interest in that aspect of you so well you know
1: a lot of people do and and i must tell them <laughs> that i do not concentrate on that anymore that was my former life <gasps> however I have written 17 books on that concept, so if anybody needs any help in that area, all they need to go is to Amazon.com, look up Dr. Leica, and they can get help in any area they want to.
0: So you're not performing as a cosmetic surgeon anymore? No, doing... I
1: walked away from that about a year to serve mankind oh, in another nice. way that I, I think love
0: be it. Helpful. I love it. So you're making other people pretty in a different way.
1: I'm making people uh, healthier in their mindset. That's I'm making good. them healthier in living a fantastic life. That's and that's where I am right now.
0: Oh yeah, and that's the best place to be. You see, that's why you look so good. That, that, that's why you have the Alaskan hair style, Alaskan blonde, the silver fox. That's why, that's why. <laughs> this is awesome. You are based in Canada, right, Dr. Laika?
1: Yes, I'm way up in a little place called Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, which is way, way north.
0: Whenever travel resumes and I get to come to Canada, I will surely visit you. And I will
1: surely visit you as well, because I like the Caribbean, and it's been a wonderful place to visit.
0: Yeah, I have to come and see your wife and, and share stories, just me and her, just me and her. We don't want you around.
1: That sounds great. I'm sure she'd love them. I'm sure she'd love them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Only the girls hanging. Only the girls hanging. We don't want any men around. No men.
1: (laughs) That sounds good. And I I will go and have a my time while you're doing that.
0: That's fine. We don't want you around. Just me and Baneer. We don't want you around.
1: (laughs) Sounds good. It sounds like a fun time. It'll have a great time.
0: Thank you so much. But this has been fun. And I, I really appreciate you sharing your story of, you know, six months to live. And I I want to share a takeaway that I got, that man can tell you anything. You know, man can tell you anything. People trust doctors and I'm not saying not to trust doctors, but man can tell you anything. But I'm a spiritual person and I believe that God is the one who decides. And because you knew deep down that it wasn't meant to be, he led you, he led you to, find the person to go on the internet to go on google to go on youtube to lead you to dr david for you to be here on my show today and i'm sure you know thankful.
1: i i think the I think God works in mysterious ways. Oh, yes. never totally understand his plan. But he's given us certain ways to help others on this planet. And I really encourage others to to seek out some of the things, some of the knowledge that I've been able to put together in in the book that I wrote with Harriet and I. And hopefully others will overcome some of their problems they're facing today.
0: That's right. That's right. Even if it's one thing even if it's one thing you can take away from that book. And I'm sure in one person reading it, they would know somebody else that the book can touch. That is that is what touching people's lives is about. You touch one, that one touch another, and another touch another. Thank you so That's much great. Dr. Leica like, uh, for being on Between the Lines, for sharing your story, your wisdom. You're here for a reason. So that means your purpose is- well. Here.
1: And I would like to challenge your audience today yeah. Yeah. to do something for somebody else they wouldn't regularly do because that's how we're going to make the world a better place oh yeah i would ask them to touch out to their neighbor do something for their neighbor maybe bake some cookies maybe do something for them that they don't maybe they need some help with their yard or something that they haven't been able to do maybe you have some extra clothing in your closet that you don't need and you can give it to the to the charities there to help somebody because yeah. then the world will be a better place and you will pay it forward.
0: That's right. I remember I used to do that, and especially with my kids. And I got my kids involved in, the, in that too. Packing up all their toys. You know, they outgrow certain things. All their toys and the clothes and the whatever and pack it up, give it to the library, give it to the shelters, give it to Salvation Army. You know, the women's homes. We used to do that and I got my children involved. And let me tell you, the letting go process was hard for them. It was like no i still need the toy i still like this toy i still want well and you know
1: right now, now today Karin, right now today over 50 percent of people in this world do not have enough food to eat today yeah
0: yeah so
1: if you can give something to help people have something to eat right now who doesn't have any boy would you make the world a much better place that's
0: right that's right and it's and you wouldn't believe just by giving you feel good about yourself so when you think you're helping somebody it really the payback is really on you thank you, you know, so much
1: and so in in addition to those golden pearls to everybody that writes me and sends the word golden pearls to me mm-hmm. to get some golden pearls and i'll repeat that number yeah. it's 18197172515 mm-hmm. that's 1819717 2515. One person who applies today will also get a copy of my book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, entirely for free. Nice,
0: nice. I see you're holding the book and I see it behind you as well, the cover behind you. You want to hold it up? Let's see what that book looks yes, like. Yes,
1: let me hold that up for you.
0: Yay! There you go. There you go. Yes. You will
1: see that on there. It's a number one best-selling book of the pandemic of 2020.
0: Hey, anything is possible. Anything is possible, Dr. Laika. Thank you again so much for being on Between the Lines. It's been a pleasure having you. You have a great rest of the evening.
1: Well, and and Corinne, I would like to invite you to come on my podcast as well. I run a podcast that's going to be released in the near future. And I'd also like you to have Harriet on your show alone, because I think she can fill in some of the pieces that I didn't fill in very well today.
0: Not a problem at all. You make the connection and we'll get that going.
1: We will. Tammy will be in touch with you shortly.
0: Not a problem at all. You have a great evening and all the best to you and the new the new purpose of your life and the work that you're doing in the world. Thank,
1: Thank you, so, you much. so much, Corinne. It really was a fantastic time being with you. You as well. Stay Thank well, you. stay healthy, stay COVID-free.
0: Oh, yes, for sure. Thank you.
1: Bye for now.